0: what matters most to me that's why i stand for the flag and i kneel at the cross for the friends i have loved and lost in nasty Welcome to EA Truth Radio, brought to you by EternalAffairsMedia.com. I am your host, Dan Hennon. Today is June 21st, 2021, and our show will be about current events, specifically the events that went on last week, items captured in the news that perhaps shouldn't have been, and items that happened, things that happened that should have been in the news. What we try to do here is expose the Mockingbird media on this show and give the listeners um, what they need to know versus what they were told or spoon-fed over the past week. Keep in mind, this is a faith-based program. As always, we'll start out with a prayer. Father God, in the name of Yeshua Almighty, the Christ, we humbly come before your throne and ask that you bless the airwaves and the show. Scramble all devices of the enemy and allow this show to go forth and reach millions. Thank you for giving us our audience, Lord. Please give them the ears to hear this message. Please be with each and every one of them where they are while they tune into our shows. Bless each and every one of them. Ultimately, may thy will be done. In Jesus living, powerful, active, and matchless name. Amen. The founder and publisher of Eternal Affairs Media, Curtis R. Bezelli, is a loyal member of Patriot Mobile and encourages you to mention his name. Patriot Mobile is the only conservative mobile phone carrier that will meet all your calling, texting, and data needs. You can get up to $600 off your bill annually when you refer friends to Patriot Mobile. Join us and fight for your conservative values with each call you make on their nationwide cell phone network. Remember to mention Curtis R. Bezelli when you sign up for service. We had a big week, lots going on. Let's see, where should we start now? Remember the insurrection on January 6th at the Capitol, and this has been making the news more and more in the past weeks. Now, the evidence comes out to support that the FBI was involved, uh, either in the fact that they knew something was about to happen and didn't act or had operatives involved with it um, themselves. So the FBI now, we've got... Information that that supports the fact that they were either in on this or encouraging this to happen, or knew something was going to happen and didn't do anything about it. And so we've seen this time and time again with the FBI involved in these events, uh, orchestrated events. I'll call them. Well, and so this is what's what needs to be said. This is making the news more and more about the Capitol the insurrection and we know and actually knew from the very day that this happened on January 6th, that these were not the people doing this were not the Trump supporters there for the, um, for the Trump rally. Many people were there for the Trump rally in the morning. And then the people that descended onto the Capitol and did the destruction and the vandalism at the Capitol, um, or wasn't any, was anything but the Trump supporters, um, and these were peaceful folks involved. So something happened there, uh, and it was done, of course, to blame Trump to make it look like he was behind this and encourage it, and that his followers or the people following Trump uh, are domestic terrorists. The narr- narrative that they're trying to do. In other news ivory hecker remember the news reporter from fox 26 in houston she came forward and did the special on what fox corporate was doing on muzzling her story and stories well she was now suspended and terminated this last week uh, project veritas helped her out started up this donation to help get her going to help get some cash in her pocket says she no longer has employment. And they started this fundraiser. Um, Last week it was at $153,000. It was her mother Renee that that set this up actually and got the fundraiser going. As of today, there's $176,000 of donations coming in. But one important note, one important thing to note on this fundraiser under the website, Give, Send, Go, a Christian website for donations. This website donation is currently disabled. No one can give. It looks like it's been, it hasn't been shut down, but it's been tabled or halted or stopped. Currently, I don't think you can even share it or donate right now. It's at $176,000. It doesn't say that it was ended, and thanks for donating. And we're moving forward. It just says that the fundraiser is disabled. That to me indicates that someone on the website themselves uh, shut this down or disabled it, which is more than likely the case. Another form of censorship, shadow banning, uh, etc. But anyway, if you find out anything more about this, please leave it in the comment section below us. That's very uh. Very troubling, to say the least. The chicken magnet. Now, if anyone's seen the video on this, uh, if you buy food from the grocery, the meat market, you can hold up a magnet to anything of chicken-related, uh, chicken chicken, related, chicken breasts. Uh, you can hold a magnet up to it in the frozen foods uh, section category, and it'll stick to it. Now, the question is, Why Why would would magnets be sticking to any animal, to any food? Well, after folks have been receiving the injection for the jab, they've been holding magnets up to their shoulders and the magnets been staying up there. Uh, What's all that about? Why is that working? So people try doing it with food. So what it's trying to say on this video is that there's a food, food supply is being uh, injected or, 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 or uh, altered, I should say. Very strange that that is being done. You can do a a search, uh, a video search for magnets and chicken in the food supply. Very interesting. Now the health minister in Australia has said on a press conference that no one has died from COVID there. Now this is very interesting. People may have died from the effects in combination with something else, pre-existing conditions, things like that, and also have the COVID. But he's went on record to say that no one has died from COVID there at all. Now, I personally do believe that that is actually a very true statement. I don't know of anyone personally that's died of COVID and COVID alone. Those that have died had COVID along with something else. Pre-existing conditions uh, and a weak immune system—something else to that effect—and so they're driving these numbers up over the past year and a half by saying anyone with COVID died from COVID. What that really means is the person that died had COVID along with whatever else they had. And so that's the very way that they're, they're, the, the craft used in journalism to sway the reader's thinking. Lumping all these to say that everyone died from COVID. So I'm glad the the health minister in Australia came out and said this. I haven't heard of any of the repercussions yet so far. But fact of the matter is, he came out and said that no one has died of COVID in Australia um, directly. You know, no one directly has died from COVID, and only COVID there at all. Interesting. Now back to the capital riot. Remember James Sullivan? Uh, he was the one who was there and was caught. Um, and, and arrested and whatnot, and then later let go. Well, he was caught on a hot mic uh, during this during this event on the 6th that just got leaked this week. He said he met up with a CNN reporter that she came up to him and she said to James Sullivan, "We did it, we did it after this whole big insurrection. Well, he had a live hot mic going at the time, and that wasn't supposed to be recorded, uh, I'm sorry, wasn't supposed to be leaked to the public basically saying, you know, thumbs up, good job, we did it, we did it. And this is a CNN reporter, a female, that said this to James Sullivan. Somehow it got leaked out. So this horrible event that was so horrible, uh, she had a big smile on her face after all this happened and said, we did it, and came up to him. And uh, that's very interesting. I'm glad or whoever leaked that. Now, election night. We've got more more information on double counting, double counting the ballots on election night. Uh, Ralph Jones, Ralph Jones came out this week and said that this is the second one now that we've got. The second person that came out to say, you know, we've got double counting of ballots. Many ballots were double counted on election night. Remember, there shouldn't be one single ballot being double counted at all in any election. And so there was batches and batches of uh, elections run through twice. We've already seen this right after the uh, election came out. We've seen the evidence on this and this one and the sworn off affidavits to show that they're running through these running these through multiple times. It gets to a point where there's an error and it's supposed to feed the uh, the stack through where the error took place and the subsequent votes, and not running the whole thing through again. So they're running them all through. But anyway, this Ralph Jones announced this week, the double counting ballots on election night. Now also news this week, operation lost souls. This operation recovered 24 missing children near the El Paso area. This news came out on June 16th this week. Didn't make much in far as far as mainstream media, but boy, the recovery of 27 missing children in the el paso area is certainly big news this is the type of thing that should be making the news there's estimates now saying that the election audit should be complete by june 26th this came out on june 16th an announcement saying that that in 10 days it should be wrapped up this is the maricopa county arizona audit election audit should be complete by the 26th. Now, hopefully that is good good news. Hopefully, it'll be done before that. I mean, in fact, it looks even as of today that things are winding down here. But we're gonna to have to get a results of what happened there. And this should be interesting to watch in the next couple of days. What comes out? Now we all have a pretty good feeling of what's going to come out as far as the facts. But how is this gonna be altered? How is the Mockingbird Media going to spin this to not allow the truth to come out or spin it in a way that it's uh, fraudulent or it's not correct or it's not accurate or something to that effect? So be on the lookout for that. A city council candidate in Manhattan made news this week as a leaked video shows him with the dominatrix. This came out June 19th. A video of him with the dominatrix, a city council member in Manhattan, sorry, a city council candidate in Manhattan. And so this is going to, I'm sure, hurt his chances of winning or winning that spot on the the seat. But when asked, he himself said that he was not ashamed at all. He does not regret it. Very interesting. It's nothing really surprises us anymore. Now, Joe Biden's dog, Champ, dies this week. The dog, Champ, dies. Tweets were sent out about the dog. Um, Those of us following this sort of thing over the past three or four years, wondering if its dog comms or not, meaning communications are being sent using dogs. Uh, Various things always seem to happen the day or shortly after a post gets made about someone's dog dying. Uh, I didn't see that in particular this instance but the fact remains a uh, champ did die. Now I do have a recommendation for someone to follow. It's the American frontline doctors. This group is AFLD is putting on various conference calls, forums, webinars, live streaming, things like that. And it's a it's a panel of doctors that are not afraid to talk truth about this pandemic, truth about the COVID, truth about the jab. And so this doesn't get mentioned enough. They're very active on Twitter and Facebook, but a lot of folks, uh, it's hard to find them because of the shadow banning. Please do a search on that. It's called American Frontline Doctors. Allison Mack. Remember the actress from Smallville involved heavily with the uh, the nexus, uh, the sex call. Her sentencing will be June 30th. So this will be coming up here, nine days to sentencing. Remember she pled guilty. All five of the defendants pled guilty. Her sentencing for hers will be June 30th, 11 AM. The cities of Philadelphia and Pittsburgh has been exposed for voting fraud. The cities of Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. So both are in the state of Pennsylvania Pennsylvania had voter fraud along with other states but Pennsylvania was a big one now it's coming out that both the cities of Philadelphia and Pittsburgh themselves had between between the, the morning hours of the election 1 a.m. and 5 a.m. 1 a.m. and 5 a.m. the number of processed ballots that came in on election night exceeds 525,000 ballots were processed in a four-hour range after midnight. Now, we know that the ballots and the ballot counting is, is, is biggest during the day, during the evening, and right about the time the polls close is when all the votes should be coming in. There may be some residual counting in the after hours, uh, extra ones that come in via the mail and things like that but those will be residuals smaller amounts smaller sample size and what we saw here between 1 and 5 was 525,000 ballots counted when you combine Philadelphia and Pittsburgh together on the on the night of the election well we know already from the video and audio of people submitting Evidence of voter fraud already, that that's when the spikes took place all over the country. The spikes took place around 3, 3.30 AM but boy, And you, when you widen it out, uh, the curve there, the bell curve from 1 AM to 5 AM in these two cities alone, that's a half a million. This would be very interesting to see what comes of this. Now, is this on the nightly news? Is this on the front? Page headlines of the newspapers. No, I haven't seen this mention at all. It's all over Twitter today, but not in the mainstream. Now, speaking of mainstream, here's an interesting, interesting factoid. Remember when Princess Di was killed in that crash many years ago, Princess Diana? And the crash took place. Everyone died. The only one to survive was her bodyguard. He was the only survivor of the crash. Yeah, um, he had complete amnesia, by the way, of what took place there in that another example of an orchestrated event that I'm not sure what took place or not. It certainly was suspicious when she died in that uh, roadway tunnel. He was the one that first made the comment that when they went to the hospital, Lady Diana was, in fact, still alive when she got to the hospital. He later said he had complete amnesia. He doesn't know what happened very strange. Well, he has now been promoted. He's now the head of global security for the firm AstraZeneca. AstraZeneca, uh, this gentleman is now the head of global security. Um, not saying it's connected, but just pointing out that it's strange nonetheless that the people who uh, keep their mouth shut on a very integral story or news item are typically the ones who get promoted up. Now I feel this is very odd that it's this many years later so it may have nothing to do with it. Usually those promotions are right away or in the aftermath or several years later. Now I don't know about this gentleman, he may have had promotions uh, multiple over the years. I'm just saying now that he's the head of the global security at this firm AstraZeneca. Also this week, the Secretary of State in the state of Colorado stated that there will be no audits. In fact, they're calling the existing ones that are going on in Arizona, Maricopa County, sham, sham audits. They're not going to do it. So look for this type of, boy, uh, I wouldn't say jumping the shark, but getting ahead of the story. They're trying to get ahead of the story because what I think what's going to happen here is when the news comes out of Maricopa, and now the other one to watch will be Fulton County in georgia when the news comes out that there actually is evidence of voter fraud more states are going to jump on the bandwagon and say you know what let's get an audit done let's get an audit complete so we can put this whole thing to to, to rest or put it all to bed and i think more states are going to be doing that well what they're trying to do here is get ahead of the story and say that number one these are shams they're reinforcing the narrative that these are conspiracy theories, reinforcing that. And they're going to say, we're not going to deal with it in our state because we're not going to have these things coming into our state. Well, now Colorado, for instance, if something does happen, they do uh, request an audit. They're already ahead of of it by saying we're not going to do that. So that's the narrative that I'm seeing when you come out publicly in a statement like this to say that the other ones are shams. If it ever comes to us, we're not going to, Approve such a thing, so don't even get it in your head, don't even come up with the idea. This is what I would call getting ahead of the story. Colorado knows something's up, the deep state knows something's up. When these audits get complete, but the evidence of fraud is overwhelming, they're gonna to have to do something this. And so, that's very interesting here that the deep state, I think, or the the deep state puppet there in Colorado, Secretary of State comes forward and makes a statement like this. Uh, No honest person I would think of would ever come out and make a statement like this. uh, If you were a white hat or an open-minded person, if there was a question in your state, you would certainly want an audit done to confirm it. That's why when we see those afraid of the audits or discounting the audits or calling them shams, things like that, that's when your ears should, uh, the antenna should raise up. when You see things like this, comments like this being made. And of course, they're not on page three of the newspaper. They're not at the end of the news cycle. They're front center. A big statement like this is front center. So everyone can hear it and uh, everyone could go along with the story. The other thing that I'm seeing is... For those, doubting, for those doubting the election result, to really put putting those in the Republican camps, the news is really saying that the Republicans don't buy the story of the election, but the Democrats do. Well, uh, there are many people out there that are neither Democrat nor Republicans that are saying the election just simply doesn't add up. They're saying that this just does not add up. But watch the narrative and they're going to push it down the throats that the republicans are the ones not buying into this or they're doubting it or they they tend to put a slant on it saying that it's donald trump angry that he lost and he's trying to get even now because he should have won that's not the case either whether you're a trump fan or not or a republican fan or not it shouldn't matter having the voting results be accurate. That's all I've got for today's show. Remember to check out all of our articles and content at eternalaffairsmedia.com. And if you feel so led to do so, please click the links in the description to support us financially. We are an entirely independent media operation and end-of-times ministry. We rely on your support to continue providing you excellent content. Go to eternalaffairsmedia.com bookmark the site, as well as sign up for the email newsletter in case they ever take our social media pages down. Big shout out, thank you to our donors and our patrons. Without you, this couldn't work. Please share, make sure to share this episode and other episodes. Get this out to be distributed so other people can help wake up in the process. As well. Once again, my name is Dan Hennon. Today is June 21st, 2021. Thanks for listening. I hope it's not too late to save America. Do you hear that cry across America? We've got to rescue her, but you know it's up to me and you. See the truth behind their eyes. Don't change America. God bless America and the red wagon.